Surrounded by four beautiful women in red, pink, white, and black lingerie, in a small room lined with red and black damask wallpaper and red curtains, seated on a plush Chesterfield whose taut and leather skin stretched over tufted indents almost invites penetration. Fuck. The pneumatic curves wrapped like packages in lace and satin, and they push themselves against us, rubbing us, rubbing themselves in a double-layered flesh bubble. Fuck. Their moist lips like cherries and rohan berries, pulp and fresh, and their sparkling bedroom eyes hold some mischievous knowing, the accumulated result of countless sensual experience. Fuck. One of the women places herself on the floor, her head level, with our lap. She bites at her belt, holding the leather between her teeth as another blows into our ear, licking the low, while a third whispers Fuck. sweet, inaudible words, indecent incantations. Fuck. As if synchronized, their eight arms and forty painted fingers running up and down our body, squeezing and touching seemingly everywhere and all at once, as if they belonged to the same entity. Plush heart-shaped pillows and mauve pink and candy apple fall to the checkered floor, and they kiss, touch, and fondle one another, teasing with wry smiles and bit lower lips. A big-breasted blonde in black lace, wearing a leather collar, is dragged down on a leash held by a sultry brunette, her breasts diaphanously protruding a pink satin number. She leans across our immobile body to lick the mouth of red-headed white. Then she stands, and with dragging hand, she leads the leashed blonde on all fours beyond the curtains and out the damask room. The redhead slowly follows, leaving only a black bang girl, who smiles an almost demonic smirk before joining the others out of the curtain. And after a moment, a painted hand reappears with panties wrung around an index finger. She drops them on the floor, motions for us to follow. But we find we cannot, and upon struggling... We discover we are chained, our arms clamped, clamped to our sides, clamped to the leather couch. Fans are running everywhere throughout the retirement home. An old woman is drooling on herself while Vicky Spooner is trying to spoon feed her. The heat is sweltering as the geriatric residents sit, sweat, doze, sleep, snooze, and snore. A woman with dementia bangs her head rhythmically against a wall. That is, until a staff member stops her. While another is dancing on her own to music only she can hear. A group is seated around a table, being administered pills while playing cards. Moving through the walls, whisper walkers pilfering pills in the bedrooms and bathrooms of the residents. There's a banging on the wall next door, and we find an old man with his pants around his ankles and wingtip shoes. He is lying on top of an old woman engaged in coitus. As the old man climaxes, he suffers a heart attack, collapsing on the old woman. Felix? 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 Whisper is now stuffing the stolen pills into a gym bag in a staff changing room. When Vicky Spooner walks in. Hey. Hey, girl. She quickly hides the gym bag under a towel and begins to look inside her locker nonchalantly. You off? I'm done. Movie night. Norma drooled all over my smock. Gross. Yeah, I can't wait to go crash. You know, two more died yesterday. One already today. Oh my god. Hey. As Vicky lifts her drool-stained smock over her head, she loses her footing, bumping into the bench, knocking the gym bag onto the ground. <laughs> 
fills and bottles scatter. Shit, sorry. Little Vicky and Whisper drop to pick them up. I got it. Vicky reads a label. I said I got it. Whisper snatches the bottle from her. Outside the Elm Street Dreams retirement home, Whisper drawing on a cigarette. Vicky's standing arms crossed in front of her. When an ambulance arrives, two paramedics enter the building with a stretcher. Listen, Vic, it's not what it looks like. Well, fuck. Maybe it is. I just can't believe you're stealing from these people. Lower both your voice and your righteous indignation. Figured you'd be some goody two-shoes. You grew up rich. You don't know what it's like. I mean, I get paid to be here and fucking can't stand it. But you, you're volunteering. You're a Northie. Christ, your mom's the goddamn mayor. Vicky uncrosses her arms and gestures for a cigarette. Surprising whisper. Who gives her one? She said it would look good on my college applications. Listen, don't worry. I'm not... I'm not gonna rat you out or anything. You know. (laughs) Felix flashed me last week. That dirty old pervert always pulling out his wrinkled old prick. Senility beats plausible deniability every time. You know what's messed up, though? Let me guess. He was hard. You've seen it, too? No, but I've sold him enough knockoff Viagra to resuscitate Hugh Hefner. Ew. Like his scrotum was sagging over. And there it was, this red swollen member, like an alcoholic's nose on the droopy sad face. All right, too graphic. Stop. I'm getting visuals. You know, for some reason, it kind of reminded me of a toad. Old toad dick. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, wait. So you're running like a two-way operation? Damn, girl, look at it this way. I've cleaned up more shit than a dog walker, been yelled at more than a traffic cop, groped more than a casting couch actress. You ask me this little side hustle I got going is just compensation for dealing with all the senile geriatric bullshit. Well then, I want in. Whisper regards Vicky with surprise yet again. Come on, Whisper. I want to do something, you know, something risky. All right, Blondie. Come to the motel tonight. As they finish their smokes, the two paramedics bring out the stretcher with a body under a white sheet housing an erection. Both Vicky and Whisper turn to one another. Felix? Felix? 